0: In fact, we found statistically that most uh, Americans uh, that own homes have approximately the the statistic is $284,000 in equity in their home. um, But they've got $96,000 in consumer debt. Welcome to Real Estate Success Partner. We're your host, Devin Abuke, David Wynn, And we're here to talk about how to have great success in every market. Uh, Today, guys, we've got uh, uh, somebody that's really close to me, uh, and I mean that because this is Joe Bondio, and Joe, you're out there in Salina, Kansas, which is where I was born back in 1976. So uh, really, uh, you know, amazing guest for me because uh, you're representing my hometown uh, and you're doing mortgages out there uh, in Salina. So Joe, uh, David and I know who you are, but let's get the walk up from you, brother. Uh, Let's tell our audience a little bit about you and uh, where you come from originally. Are you originally from Salina?
1: Um, No, I'm not. I'm originally from California. Um, and then made my way out to Salina, Kansas in 2012 to play soccer in college and uh, loved it so much, I decided to stay. That's awesome, man, that's awesome. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Kansas Wesleyan University.
0: Crazy. You know, so I, I've told you this before, but, uh, you know, I used to walk by Kansas Westland every single day uh, on my way to school. Uh, that was uh, I was a few blocks away from there. And, uh, you know, so I grew up spending some time around the the campus. And then uh, the uh, head football coach at one time was uh, Bob Jenkins. And uh, he, you uh, know, Jenkins. And he uh, took me and a few of my fellow football players uh, from the high school team out to Nebraska we went to a, a football camp at uh, Wyoming Cowboys. And, uh, you know, so I, I I love Kansas Westland. I love where you come from. Uh, but let's talk about that a little bit. So uh, you went to school at Kansas Westland, played some soccer out there, and then you just graduated and jumped into mortgage.
1: Nope, not quite. <laughs> uh... Ended up doing four years and got my bachelor's in business administration. Four, you
0: said that almost like you were doing time. Was it? Was it like? Going <laughs> Pretty, to jail? It felt like that
1: at times. Um, but so you,
0: got, you said you got your bachelor's.
1: Yeah, and then I ended up staying. Uh, they had an opportunity at the school to um, get a master's degree if you worked for the university as a um, a GA, a graduate assistant. So I ended up working in admissions and uh, in return getting a free master's degree. Um, yeah it was awesome get a
0: master's degree free what's that I said go for four years get a master's degree free
1: yep pretty much (laughs) much. Uh, that's a pretty good trade off man what's that
0: that's a pretty good trade off
1: yeah yeah definitely I thought so Um, and then after that I joined the Kansas Highway Patrol um, as a state trooper in Kansas City um, and then realized that that wasn't somewhere I wanted to be uh, long term so ended up um, I really liked aspects of the job, helping people uh, being yeah. one of them. Um, yeah. And uh, then ended up going into the healthcare field for a short time and um, finding out that, you know, there's certain income potential limitations in that field. Um, and I didn't want to go back to school to become a doctor. So uh, mortgage lending kind of fell in my lap, and um, it's been great.
0: Let's talk about that because when you and I met each other, you were doing some photography freelance on the side, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you were working in the medical industry and uh, you'd run into some realtors there in Salina and uh, i was looking at bringing in an office down there so joe by the way works for click and close i don't know if i mentioned that in the beginning and uh you kind of represented to me as hey if you're going to open an office here you need to hire this guy because he's plugged into the community and uh you kind of knew everybody right
1: yeah that's what i love about salina um that real community feel the small townness of going somewhere and running into somebody that you know pretty much anywhere you go uh, when i moved to kansas city you know uh it reminded me of my hometown in california you know you go somewhere you really don't know anybody there's no real community feel in that area um and, and yeah so one of the agents that i was really good friends with ben belshi um is the guy who introduced us that's right um, so yep it, it was a great uh a great friendship that i had with him and a great uh person to kind of get me in contact with you and um, you know, super, super thankful for that.
0: Yeah, Ben's a great guy and he's not on this podcast. We'll probably get a chance to talk with him at some point in time. Uh, ben also is, a, he's a realtor out there, uh, but Ben also, he dabbles in some investments as well, correct?
1: Absolutely, yep. He yeah. uh, he owns a few rental properties um, and a bar in Tescott, Kansas um, called the Lumberyard. So yeah, he's dabbling a lot of different things good stuff man good stuff so uh as as a the result of that
0: great friendship and you know I actually had the pleasure working with Ben on some transactions before we brought you in uh we made that bond and you were you were actually doing like I said freelance photography
1: right yep yep I was uh shooting images of some of their listings so I'd go out there and uh take pictures inside outside of the house um, and really loved it. It's something that gets me out of the office and um, gets me out to kind of see some of the things that um, people are buying these days and uh gives me another appreciation for what we do. Love that, man, love that. So uh,
0: we we uh, we have a conversation, this has been how long ago? What was it, about three, four years
1: ago, Joe? Yeah, probably about uh, three years ago or so. Yeah. Right, about
0: three years ago. And that office you're sitting in right now, it was just a mess. Uh, I think we had to do some major renovation uh, to get it looking the way that it does. And uh, if I remember right, you sat in a back office uh, with really no great view to the public uh, for about, what was it, four or five months while we built that out?
1: Yeah, probably closer to six. But yeah, I sat in this office with a window kind of in the middle of an office, uh, (laughs) (laughs) a large office, um, kind of out there on an island a little bit. but. Um, You guys have done a lot of work and uh, built this beautiful office that I'm in today. Um, I wish you guys could, could see it.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I was just there, so well, I do get to see it from time to time. <laughs> yeah, David or,
1: or the uh, the watchers or listeners. Um,
0: well, I'll tell you what, Joe, we may have to take you up on that. I know we've talked about it, and I'm thinking there may be uh, going back to the home Heartland uh, episode uh, and getting back to the grassroots in Kansas. I think we may have to take this show on the road. What do you think, David? I'm in. Uh, we've been talking about it a
2: while. Road Let's trip. Go. Road Come trip.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? And it's uh we're airing we're we're recording this one. Right now it's uh uh August, right? End of August. Uh but uh, what I know and uh, David you probably don't know is with the fall coming up, it might be the most beautiful time of the year to visit your 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 home your city there, Joe, Solana, Kansas. So uh you might be in for a treat, man. You might get to see uh Kansas in the fall. It's gorgeous out there. So uh, look out, guys. Uh, I see a series coming soon. To stay tuned. Stay tuned. I love it. So, Joe, uh, you get started with us, and you just, uh, right out of the gate, you were a loan officer?
1: Nope. Uh, I started off as a loan officer assistant under Danielle Law. That's um, right. Who I really appreciate all that she taught me. Um, you know, it, it, was, it was a great opportunity because I could learn from somebody and make mistakes or Or, you know, she would catch my mistakes before they were made um, and kind of look over everything that I did um, and was able to kind of coach me and and show me show me the way. Whereas a lot of people don't really have that opportunity. They get licensed and then they're just kind of thrown in the water. Hope they swim. Um, So, no, I was really thankful for for Danielle.
0: And Danielle was right there next to you in Salina.
1: Nope. She was in Utah. (laughs) And, of course, I knew
0: that, uh, but what a great dynamic, right? You got a chance to work with her. And Danielle, uh, she's not with the team anymore, but we love her. Man, she's absolutely fantastic. She's out there doing her own thing these days. Uh, But, uh, you know, you got a chance to work with her. I think I worked with her for for a little over four years, maybe five, six years. Uh, And, uh, you know, she was a great mentor for you. So I think the way we originally had your dynamic, you were a loan officer assistant, right? Yep. And then Danielle was writing the loans and she was coaching you on how to become a loan officer while we got your license.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, she kind of showed me the ropes and uh, while I studied and learned as much as I could, um, and then ended up taking the test and passing first try. Um, and yeah, it's been history ever since
0: well you're a smart guy joe you know hence the the master's degree and you know all the success that you've had since you've been here with the team you really learned this business very quickly uh and you've had some great success out there but let's let's talk this and let's turn this into a little bit of an education right and what what i mean by that is is Here's Joe Bondio. Uh, he's in Salina, Kansas. Uh master's degree not in finance. Uh goes from highway trooper and now all of a sudden he's doing mortgages. Um how did you earn the trust of the real estate agents in your community uh to to do business with you,
1: Joe? You know, it just starts off by asking for one um and you know constantly communicating um and you know really building those relationships. So um, Ben Belshe being a friend of mine, obviously knew that he could trust me in other aspects of my life. So why wouldn't he be able to trust me with his business? Um, so he was a good referral partner early on, and it just kind of snowballed from there, um, gaining more and more trust from different realtors uh, that I was networking with.
0: Well, let's go back and talk about that, too, because Ben actually was a little bit of a rookie as well, right? I think, uh, you know, when you and him uh, first started doing business, he was fairly recent to the real estate business. Uh, But you've had some big success. I know Mm -hmm. Ben's been a lot of that, but there's been other agents out there. So you get your foot in the door. Ben kind of helps pave the way. But how did you build those relationships, right? I know you said it's, hey, I made some phone calls and I went and met with people. But what was it that, you know, gave them that trust to say Joe's the guy?
1: Um, I think coffee appointments, uh, meeting with them, um, kind of telling them about our process and how we do business here, um, definitely calmed a lot of people's nerves and explaining to them our process, um, of our daily success plan, um, and just allowing them to see our consistent follow-up with them, um, you know, is something that maybe they don't normally receive from other lenders, um, so that they can entrust me with some of their clients um, so it's it's been a process. Uh, I mean, it's um, something that takes a lot of time to build that trust. But once it's there, um, you know, then other agents who respect them um, also tend to uh, give us business as well. So so joe i want to ask you a question
2: you you Mm -hmm. talk about processes and systems you know our audience uh unless they follow us consistently uh don't know what our processes and systems are you know i'm I'm just going to recalibrate what you said you've been in the business three years Mm -hmm. you were a uh, loan officer assistant for the first year really a year, year and a half a year and a, year and a half, and a half. Uh, so yeah. one year under under something i've looked at your production report in the last year you're killing it man you're doing you're doing Thank things you. while other people are slowing down you're growing uh, month over month uh so um you know what 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 process are you talking about what do you what are you doing out there to uh to to homegrown this trust in these insurance uh these these realtors
1: yeah, great question, David. Um, I think it all started when we started um, listening to Mortgage Marketing Animals and their kind of daily success plan. Um, so each day of the week, um, we have a set task, a time blocking task for prospecting um, and, and building those relationships um, and, you know, following up with them. For for example, Mondays, we, we talk to our agent partners to see if Um, There's anybody we can help qualify for them, um, just being there consistently for them. Um, Tuesdays, we call all of our um, live deals, whoever we have under contract, and we update the borrowers, we update the agents on where their uh, file is, um, just to make sure everybody feels um, communicated with and feels uh, good about the transaction as it's going on. Um, and, and we're always trying to ask for business too. Um, see if they have any friends, family, or coworkers that might be looking to buy, sell, or refinance here in the next 12 years, you know, or not 12 <laughs> years, excuse me, 12 months. Um, <laughs> hey, we'll help them if they're going to buy
0: in 12 years, right? <laughs> we like the more recent ones, but, you yeah. know, we'll, we'll go 12 years if that's the
1: process, right? You're right. And then Wednesdays, we reach out to our past client database. Um, so just reaching out to them, see how they're doing see if they have any mortgage needs right now. You know, I know credit cards are all time high, right? So, um, and kind of where we're at, a lot of houses have appreciated and and they might need some cash out to to pay off some of those debts. Um, So just check in on them um, and then also ask for some more business. Um, well, I'm going to touch
0: on that real quick because I was talking about this earlier today. And David, I think you and I should kind of explore this as well. You know what we've seen in the industry recently, and I think this has been, uh, you know, a, a you know problem for uh, a lot of people. Is we've got great interest rates that we closed on two through two years ago, right? A lot right. of people have rates in the threes, some in the twos, right? Oh yeah. Um, but a lot of these same people, they've acquired some debt over the last 12, 24 months because of inflation. Right? Yep. And you know, most of these folks, they're looking at, well, how do I, how do I take care of this? I've got, in fact, we found statistically that most uh, Americans uh, that own homes have approximately, the the statistic is $284,000 in equity in their home, um, but they've got $96,000 in consumer debt. Right? So. You know, what we've seen is, is a lot of these folks, they feel kind of stuck. They've got a great rate on the house, terrible rates on these consumer debt items, and they're having a hard time paying them. In addition to that, with inflation, we found that a lot of people have depleted their savings. They're at a point right now where they don't have money and they're starting to feel that pain, right? So at the end of the day, I think what you're talking about, and we just discussed this last week, We had a customer, and we have many of these, we have one in specific who had a scenario where he had $75,000 in debt, and he didn't know what to do. In addition to that, he was needing some money for college tuition uh, to put his son through college, and he also wanted a little bit of money to put into the, the bank. Well, because of the way the properties have appreciated over the last two years, three years, we saw some massive appreciation. He had a lot of equity in that home. And so as a result of that, we were able to take this gentleman, give him $100,000 cash in which he was able to pay off all of his consumer debt. In addition to that, he had the funds to pay for his son's tuition and in the end, save $400 a month right? And I think a lot of our consumers are feeling that pain right now. They don't have the money and this isn't something they're thinking about because they have a great rate. But what they forget is those high interest rates that they have on all those other credit cards, that that adds up. And on credit cards, that's a compound interest daily. That's not something that is just one interest amortized over a specific period of time, like a mortgage, right? They're collecting interest every day they don't pay off those loans, where in this case, we can consolidate that. And because the payments are are spread out over a longer period of time, we can pay those debts off, give them cash, and allow for them to gain uh, some financial freedom, right? And then when they turn around and apply that back to the principal balance, because that's additional principal payments directly, it brings that balance down much faster to where all the debt that they're paying off can be recovered in two, three, four, five years, right? So I think this is something a lot of people aren't thinking about. And at the end of the day, there's an opportunity for folks out there to find some financial freedom. Would would you guys agree with that?
1: 100%. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just all about positioning, right? you know there's some equity locked up there uh, for a lot of people who didn't know that they had that ever since um you know the 2020 house prices have just been climbing Uh, and some people don't realize that and don't know that that equity is there
0: 100 and then in addition to that i think what a lot of people forget that in a normal market homes appreciate three to five percent so Even if they take some of that equity out and utilize it to pay that debt, their home's gonna continue to appreciate, but it's gonna give them a little bit of breathing room. And I think that's a big problem right now. I think a lot of folks are are having trouble meeting their financial obligations. So, you know, I wanna bring that up, you know, just because I think it's important to explore things that we're doing for people out there. And sometimes you listen to the podcast and you go, man, this is great information, how does it apply to me? Well, this is a great way that you can take that, uh, a little bit of a pro tip, right, Uh, and utilize to get some financial freedom. And if you need some help with that, I'm pretty sure Joe would be happy to help you. Uh, Joe, what states are you licensed in, brother?
1: So I'm licensed in Kansas, Missouri, and Tennessee and looking to gain a few others. Um, one on my list is Colorado, um, probably next.
0: One of your neighbor states? Yep. yep. Yeah. Good stuff, man. So you were talking about your success plan and we got the Thursday and I rudely interrupted. Uh, so what happens on Thursday, brother?
1: That's all right. Um, so we call our pre-approved and looking folks on Thursdays, people who we've pre-qualified um, that maybe didn't go under contract right away. We just touch base with them every Thursday, see how their house uh, hunting is going and see if there's any houses we can run numbers for them on, You know, just to, to make sure that um, they feel comfortable before they go out and look at that house, um, that they kind of know where the finances are on that. Um, and then Fridays, we have Freedom Friday, So we get to do uh, whatever we feel we need to. Uh, A lot of times I work on my business on Fridays, uh, see what sort of process I I could get better at um, to kind of grow and and scale my business. I'll tell
0: you what we do on Fridays. We shoot podcasts. (laughs) It's Friday folks. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff, man. Well, it's no wonder you're having great success out there. And let's talk about that. Let's explore it because, you know, average loan officer closes two to three loans a month. And and in today's economy, that's that's actually good for some average loan officers to close two to three loans a month. What, what's been your most successful month, Joe? You're new to the business, a year and a half as a loan officer. What's your most successful month?
1: Um, I believe eight or nine loans. Uh, I think it was nine. I, I think you're shortcutting yeah. yourself.
0: Yeah, I think you should. And what kind of volume are you closing this month?
1: Um, this month will be just over a million, a million two, I think, a um, million
0: two. Yeah. yeah, that's great, man. That's great.
1: And 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 we need to explore
0: that too because you say a million two, but you're in Kansas. Most of your loans, even though you've got those other states, are in Kansas. Average loan size in Kansas is actually closer to what? I think it's one hundred forty six thousand, right?
1: Yeah, pretty close. I think one hundred fifty seven or something like that. So. Um, definitely gotta close a lot of those to get to a million Um, unless you go into some of the bigger markets, uh like Wichita or Kansas City, um, yeah. which I've been looking You're branching up. out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're branching out. You're using some of that uh phone skill that you talked about, the networking that we do every day, uh, to build some of those relationships, right?
1: Yep, yep, absolutely. Good um, stuff, man. It's been huge for me, especially in Wichita. Um and Wichita is only about an hour and a half away. Um and I get to listen to podcasts whenever I drive down there. So, um, not only am I networking, I'm also learning on my way down there. That's great. Um, and uh, yeah, just trying to uh, build build my business and uh, be uh, as much as I can be for my for my family.
0: Yeah, so. make the most successful version of yourself. And, uh, you know, talking about your family, I, I know your family. Uh, man, you've got, uh, you just had a baby, right? Yeah, yeah. So two
1: under two. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Two under two, baby.
1: It's a two little bit challenging two. in the Vanyo household, uh, just with sleep and things like that. Uh, no, it's awesome. I have two boys, um, one, one named Elliot and one named Oliver. Um, Elliot is just about to turn two here in October, and uh, Oliver, he's um just over two months old so um, and i think
0: Elliot, you've already got him on a skateboard right
1: yeah yeah pretty much he he loves it he's the daredevil he loves getting held upside down and i have a balance board that he loves going on um but yeah he's uh just like me
0: i'd say like his dad you know yeah. i know a lot of people wouldn't look at joe and go that guy's a skater uh but joe i've seen you out there man you can uh, you can rip it up a little bit right
1: oh yeah yeah i can do a few tricks though.
0: Now, I, I think you got more than a few tricks up your sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're leaving somebody out there. Uh, let's talk my about wife. that beautiful wife yeah, That's thank right. <laughs> Remind me.
1: Yes, my wife, Mary. Um, she's from Salina, Kansas. Uh, born and raised. Went to Salina South. Um, I was lucky enough to meet her uh, while I was serving tables at Applebee's. Go
0: Cougars. Yep, yep so that's the mascot i'm not talking about his wife <laughs> no she's younger than me she's younger than me <laughs> um
1: but no we uh we met while i was serving tables at applebee's in college so while i was actually getting my master's degree and, and working for the school i was also serving slinging bourbon street steaks yep slinging her <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yep, exactly and half price no apple.
0: onions on mine no no onions yeah
1: <laughs> um but yeah, I ended up meeting her there, and uh, yeah, it was just the best uh, best job I ever had just, just because of that reason alone. Just got to meet my wife, and um, so it, it was a lot of fun, and um, she's amazing. So,
0: Well, I'll give you that one, but what was the second best job you ever had?
1: Uh, mortgage lending for sure.
0: <laughs> hey, I get it though. You know we can't ever trump uh, you know the the uh, discovery of uh, the one that we love, man. And you guys are great together. And I don't know if you guys caught this. We've got some biblical names because we've got Mary and Joseph, yeah. right? Yeah, she wouldn't
1: <laughs> let me name him Jesus. I tried. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that could be fun. Jesus, get over here. (laughs) I love it, man. Well, let me ask you this question, because I know Mary and I know she does a lot. You do a lot for the household, too. And I'm sure she's super proud of what you've accomplished, man, because I know, you know, running, running this company and, and having you out there doing what you're doing. I'm proud of you right thank you um no no question about it man seriously you know you you're out there and in, in, i know that we're not always face to face you know physically but we do a lot of video but the fact that you're running that office with you know limited experience in the business brother you know hats off to you man seriously thank amazing you. stuff um but going back to mary you know uh what would you like to say to her man you know if she was here and you wanted to tell her how you felt about her what, what would you tell her brother
1: um that I love her and I appreciate her for all she does for our kids I mean a lot of times I'm working or you know I'm still doing some real estate photography kind of on the side so um, my time is very limited and and she spends so much time cooking dinner and, and taking care of our kids and taking care of me um, that uh, she just doesn't get thank you enough so that's exactly what I'd tell her thank you and I love you
0: my man. My man. And uh, next time I see you, just split me that check for the, no, <laughs> well did, well did. J.K., J.K., well, David, I know you like to ask some cool questions, man. I think there's some good ones you
2: might have to fire off at Joe. Uh, man, what Man, I, I, I only got one, Joe, uh, you know, I know you, you've you spent a short time in this business and lending, but uh, I, I want to know what's what's the one moment that's uh, moved you the most uh, since you've been a lender?
1: Good question. Good question. Um, there was uh, a woman that I met. Actually, um, she worked as a uh, at a food truck, and I would say uh, she's probably about seventies or eighties. And her dream was to own a house. And uh, so I said, okay. Um, you know, what we can see what we could do, you know, and she's like, yeah, I just don't know if we can afford it. Um, and so ended up filling out an application and looking over it. Um, and, and, you know, she's working at a food truck part time and, and things. So um, limited income and was able to um, get her pre-qualified for a house and, and found the perfect house for her and her husband um, and ended up helping them close on a house, their first home, uh, and it just meant the world to them, uh, that they were able to secure a home, a, a dream that they've had, you know, maybe their whole life. And uh, so that that was probably um, the one thing that kind of moved me the most. Um, there, there are others, um, some that I'm probably forgetting, but that was one that was kind of top of mind, um, that really felt good to be able to help them out.
0: That's awesome, man. You know, and I think you need to take a step back sometimes too and know you did that, brother. Yeah. You know, you did that. You helped her, you know, and there's a lot of people maybe that wouldn't have taken the time to go through and figure out how to make that income work. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, because we know, you know, uh, not all loan officers are created the same. Not everybody's going to take the time to make sure that we analyze everything and say, no, we're getting you into a house. You know, mm-hmm. so you did that, man, and, and you should feel, feel very proud, you know, of, of that moment because, uh, you know, what we found, David, and, I, and we talk about it every time, man, is that anytime we hit that question, we do it often. Uh, it's specifically because people love to help people right? And that's almost everybody's answer. They love helping one person. It always stems to that one deal that they did where they said, man, this felt great. I feel like this is what I need to be doing. And I know from my conversations with you, the reason you became a state trooper is because you wanted to help people. And, you know, we've talked about this. It wasn't exactly what you thought it was. And when you were able to transition that into mortgage and actually hand keys over, to somebody who really, really deserved a home and get that fulfillment of saying, hey, I helped this happen. That's why you did it. So I kind of knew where your moment was going to go. I didn't know the borrower specifically, but Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to go there because we've talked about this before. And
1: David, I know you do loans, too. Can you tell me a little bit about your favorite uh, most moving moment that you've had?
2: man, it was just this week, bud. You know that yeah. um, I, I shared it with the audience. You know, it's always uh, it's never the million dollar deals. It's always the, this one was actually a half a million, but it actually, uh, you know, moved the meat needle for me. Um, I had a, a, a young family that uh, was trying to get into a house. Uh, the realtor brought me the loan eight days and said that it's blowing up. They can't move in. They're going to lose $10,000 in earnest money and everything else. Um, we, we, Took the loan over, uh, through blood, sweat, and tears. And, and I can't emphasize enough, a lot of tears. Um, you know. Um, we had the husband breaking down to my assistance. I had the mother crying to me. Uh there was times that, you know, my entire team was talking to the to to them, the underwriters, you know, 15, 20 times in a single day. Um, but uh, we got to the finish line and, and the elation and the enjoyment that I saw from, from her whenever she got her keys and just the, the, the saying clear to close, um, you know, it, it, it definitely moved me. I mean, I was you cheered up. I cried. You up. <laughs> yeah, I cried. Yeah. I cried I cried about three times during uh, during that process. So,
0: well, I want I want to take that back real quick cuz the 8 days is impressive, but I think, you know, for the audience, they need to know this is a borrower who'd been through the ringer with another lender, oh, yeah. right? So, it's not a matter of we got it and it was you that was making them cry, right? Maybe you made them cry cuz you got the deal done, right? Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, it was they had a terrible experience. They thought they couldn't qualify because the other lender had not accomplished what they promised them they could do. And you came in with a cape on, right, and swooped in and said, we're going to do this. And your team, Chris Garcia, Jasmine Marino, and Julie Hayes jumped in and said, hey, let's make this happen. And you guys turned around in eight days and got them into their house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what's amazing about it. It's not just the fact that you got to help somebody that didn't know that if they could get into a home, they had given up hope. They gave up hope and then you gave them hope and you gave them a home, right? It's amazing stuff, man. Well, we've got a new question, and uh, I've got to thank Kalani Hooker for this one because I absolutely love this one. What is the strangest moment that you've had in the mortgage industry?
2: Oh, gosh. And remember, this is PG, Joe. Yeah, that's the <laughs> hard part. Yeah, it's being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. Maybe seeing some interesting things on people's bank statements. Maybe that's a little bit too much uh, information. That's probably, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into, but yeah, seeing some interesting sites on line items yeah yeah line (laughs) items on people's bank statements is probably some of the strangest things and then Um, having to talk to them the next day (laughs) correct
0: (laughs) yeah i love it man that's good that's good well brother we can't keep you here all day we're coming to kansas i'm telling you it's going to happen so look out but uh i know there's always stuff we don't ask that we probably should have what else should we ask you today
1: what's next yeah that's a dude that's a good one what's next Joe oh you know it's the same old thing I think it's just something you know it's a it's a process so it takes a lot of time to build a castle um and I think that I started with a great foundation with our process um and it's just laying those bricks each day each week adding to our process uh getting better as we go um you know maybe I I see something that I did that I could have done better fixing it and then you know um just just doing the same thing um and uh yeah so trying to close more and more loans and help more and more families Um, I think
0: you want to build a team of your own out there right you know uh, I mean you've got some people on the team right now but you and I spoke yesterday and I think the aspirations are you know filling that office up with more people
1: yeah yeah I think that would be be amazing I mean there's only so much bandwidth with just me and Salina um as a loan officer I have a great team. I have to say that a back end team is f- phenomenal, but you know, other loan officers in town here um, yeah. can help me reach that many more people and agents. Um, so, yeah, I think that is uh, kind of something that we're looking into doing for sure.
0: Well, if you're in or around Salina, you're going to have to reach out to Joe, and uh, we might just have to bring you onto the team because we are expanding out there, and uh, we're going to provide that same great support that we provide for Joe to you know, to whoever else comes in. It's just part of what we do. You know, The other thing you said, Joe, and I, I love to bring this one up because it's one of our core values, is what you're talking about with your process and improvement is Kaizen, right? Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know what Kaizen is, it's a Japanese business philosophy that has you look at your business on a daily day to see if you can avoid redundancies uh, by, by making changes continuously for the improvement of your organization, right? And that's, that's really what you're talking about is you're learning from the mistakes that you've had, you're utilizing the process that we have to create great success, but you're getting better every single day. And that's how we're gonna build that castle together. 100%.
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. Well,
0: uh, if the folks out there want to find you, uh, how do they find Joe Bondio?
1: A couple different ways they can call me. My cell phone number is 661-236-6444. Take that Um, back again? Yep, 661-236-6444. My email, joe.bondio at clickandclose.com. Or I'm on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Joe Loans Bondio, um, and my Facebook is just Joe Bondio. So,
0: and slide to the right just a little bit. To my right, or your right? I think you're right. Yep. And if you want to find him online, you can go to www.thedebuteam.com. And if you're on YouTube. You can see it right here, www.thedebuketeam.com. So good stuff, man. Well, if you're out there in any of the states Joe's doing business in, and that's Kansas, Oklahoma, Missouri.
1: Missouri. Missouri, and Tennessee
0: in Tennessee, okay? Make sure you reach out to Joe. You're going to have a great experience. And uh, man, uh, you just you're going to love this guy cuz Joe is just a he's just a, such a good dude, man. Such a good person, brother. Thank uh you. so happy that you joined us today. Uh David, anything you'd like to
2: say before we uh call it a day? No, I got my eye on you, Joe. You're a rising (laughs)
1: star, a rising star. David and I love to compete with each other. Uh, You know, I I always look at somebody who I think is doing a great job, and I said, I want to be like him, and (laughs) I I just try and compete with him. You know, Uh, I'm always asking, hey, how many loans you guys got going on right now? Um, And and it makes me better. Um, It pushes me to do more. So. Thank the Rock that, Band David.
0: Saga continues. Yep, yep. <laughs> I love it, man. Great stuff. Well, Joe, thanks for joining us today, and uh, we're your Real Estate Success Partners. I'm Devin Dubuque. I'm David Wynn. And if you want to find us, you can check us out at realestatesuccesspartner.com. Again, that's realestatesuccesspartner.com. We're also going to air these things on all your major listing platforms, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're on all those. But if you want to catch the video, and we'd love it if you did, come on over to YouTube. You can find us there at the I'm sorry, the DubuqueTeam.com team. And uh, if you'd subscribe, that would do us a big favor. And we absolutely love those five-star reviews. So until the next time, we'll see
2: you then. Bye guys.
1: See ya.